0: It's May 10, 2022. My name is Jimmy Van, and it's time to know your news tonight. My guest is the self-proclaimed purveyor of professional wrestling, a longtime podcaster, and apparently Mariah Carey's biggest fan. He's the host okay, of the City yes. podcast at Fightful.com. His name is Will Washington. Will, how are you doing?
1: I am doing great. How are you, Jimmy?
0: I'm doing good. It's good to talk to you. And uh, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you 10 of the top news stories of the week that are funny, stupid, and weird. I'm going to get your reaction, and I'm going to ask you questions along the way. So are you ready, sir?
1: I am ready.
0: All right, let's go to story number 10, reported by the Jewish press. So let me ask you a question, Will. Are you a souvenir guy? Like When you travel, do you like to you know pick something up to bring home, like maybe a shot glass or a keychain or something? Or do, are you a souvenir uh, person?
1: Every time I travel, Uh, I got magnets all over the fridge.
0: You're a magnet guy.
1: Yeah. Every place I've been.
0: Interesting. So there was a family from the U.S. and they were visiting Golan Heights in Israel. And during the trip, one of the kids, he found this old artifact, you know, just when they were out and about, he found this old artifact and they decided, let's take this home as a souvenir. This is a good thing. We can like tell stories about this and we can, you know, show it to friends and family. They packed it in their luggage. The day came, it was time to go home. Uh, They went to the airport, they checked in with security, they informed them about the souvenir because they wanted to be upfront about it. But there was a problem. Do you have any idea what the problem was?
1: I'm guessing this was something significant.
0: It was an unexploded bombshell. Joel, do you got the picture? There it is. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) So security immediately called for an evacuation of the area. People were running and ducking for cover. The bomb squad showed up. It was discovered, fortunately, that it wasn't an active uh, security event, they called it. The shell was under control and the evacuation was canceled. The family actually got interrogated, uh, but they were declared an all clear and they got to go home. Don't know if they brought the bombshell home. I'm going to go ahead and guess they didn't. Well, Will, let me ask you, so you travel a fair bit. Have you ever been witness to a chaotic event at the airport? Or have you ever been responsible for a chaotic (laughs) event at the airport?
1: I've never been responsible for a chaotic event at the airport. There was one time I was traveling to Dallas. And I I had been messing around with my security system at home. And so I I didn't know what had gotten on my hands, right? So I, I go through TSA and uh something had kind of flagged i think it was just the drawstring of my pants and so they're like hey we just need to swab your hands really quick and we'll we'll send you on your way they swab my hands they put it in the machine big red letters explosives detected and uh they're like sir you're gonna have to come with us and they took me in the back they did the full search on me um and i was so mad that when i get mad i get like sarcastic so as the guy's like done i said was it as good for you as it was for me and he looks at me and he's like get out of here sir and (laughs) (laughs) so uh i nothing chaotic like that but i definitely know what it's like to to have that moment at the airport where you didn't do nothing but (laughs) that moment in time nothing you say will convince them otherwise so
0: so my wife is brown and we've had situations at the airport where they will kind of pull her aside but not me uh, there was even a trip to Las Vegas one time where they brought her into a room for like two hours. We ended up missing the flight. They wouldn't let her call me or anything just because I think because of the color of her skin. And and also she used to be an American citizen. And I guess they don't like it when you give up your your citizenship. So there was one time we're standing in line. We weren't married yet. So you have to go up to get uh, separately, right, to security. She goes up first, and she pointed back to me to say, I'm going on a trip with my husband. And I thought to myself, she's going to get me in trouble. When she pointed back to me, I looked behind me as if she was pointing to somebody else. And I, <laughs> I got in trouble for that later. I got in trouble. But at the time, I was traveling a lot, and I said to her, you're going to get notes put on my record. So, yeah, I looked behind me. I made like I wasn't the guy. <laughs> but that's what happened.
1: Oh, my God.
0: If she watches this, she's going to give me shit, but it's okay. Let's let's move on to story number nine, reported by UPI.com. Will Washington, do you like breakfast cereal?
1: I love breakfast cereal. Who doesn't love breakfast cereal?
0: And what are your favorites?
1: Cinnamon Toast Crunch.
0: You're a Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy?
1: I'm a Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy.
0: Fascinating. And your kids, they, they like cereal as well? Like, Do you have the, the cupboard stock full of breakfast cereal?
1: They're like they're weird they're kicks kids they like kicks like i don't know it's the base for everything so yes yes
0: okay good well there's a new cereal that's been announced and they're calling it an unforgettable uh, unforgettable unforgettable breakfast experience the first of its kind they're saying will about this new cereal any idea what makes it so special
1: does it not use milk
0: That's you must have heard the story. So it's made by Tropicana. It's called Tropicana Crunch, and they're billing it as the first cereal made for OJ. Joel, you got the picture. Look at that. Will. look at that. It's a honey almond cereal. They say it's designed to be eaten with orange juice instead of milk. Their website says it's made to be spooned and sipped. They did a giveaway on their Instagram page on May the 4th. And by noon Eastern time, the boxes were already gone. You know, I remember stories from college, you know, where, like, the guys would try beer in their cereal. <laughs> you remember that? And I'll be honest with you. Like, you know, there were days in my single days where if I was out of milk, I'd maybe put a little bit of water in there. But do you see yourself trying orange juice cereal? Like, is that something that that is interesting to you that you're like, I definitely have to go out and get
1: that? No, just eat an orange. <laughs> like, I wouldn't. <laughs> in what universe would I need uh I guess chewable orange juice like at that point <laughs> let's just eat an orange uh, I don't know I I feel like some things don't deserve to sit at my breakfast table and that's probably one of them I now
0: have you drink. in your life that you're gonna admit have you tried cereal with liquid other than milk
1: sure of course uh, I've been broke enough to have needed to put water in my cereal um that's about the furthest I've gone but beyond that and it's never like i've never just like done straight up water it's been like i pour some milk and it's down to like the the last little sliver and i'm like i can can water this down
0: (laughs) yeah i'm with you i'm with you it's like if there's a couple drops left in the in the milk container yeah you'll you'll use those drops and then just kind of mix it up with water i'm with you i'm with you oh yeah easy they sold out of that Tropicana on the first run, the Tropicana Crunch. But when they get another one, maybe I'll get some sponsored, but I know your news and I'll send you a box.
1: <laughs> All right. I I I would try it. I would absolutely try it if it sat in front of me. I just can't imagine. Like, honestly, my cheeks are like getting that like tart feeling, just thinking <laughs> about the idea of chewing orange juice based cereal. I couldn't do it. No way.
0: I am going to send a message to Tropicana on social media, and I'm going to suggest that they use the tagline, chewable orange juice. (laughs) Because I think that's pretty damn good. So I'm going to suggest it. All right, let's move on to story number eight. This was reported by the Arkansas Times. So in June of 2021, U.S. President Joe Biden signed a bill to recognize Juneteenth. I believe it's June 19th. uh, It's uh, the celebration to commemorate the end of slavery in the United States. He signed a bill to make that a federal holiday. In Little Rock, Arkansas, they planned an event called the Juneteenth Soul Food Festival and Market, and it was going to feature three floors of food, some of the top restaurants from the state of of, uh, Arkansas, going to be a big thing. They announced that they had three featured hosts for the event, and these are people with some kind of notoriety in the state. There's like a senior editor of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. There's a president of a multimedia company. There's a local uh, radio and TV personality. Big event, lots of fun, lots of food. They ran into a problem, Will Washington. Any idea what it was?
1: No black people.
0: Okay, are you guessing?
1: Is that a guess? This one I've seen.
0: Oh, you've seen this one?
1: (laughs) I've been on top of this one.
0: Okay, so yes, the three featured hosts for the event in honor of Juneteenth at a soul food festival. They were all white. Joel, do you have that that flyer? Look at that.
1: look at I that so hard when i saw this the idea of oh joel keep bring that back up again yeah yeah keep it there keep the it there. idea of <laughs> the juneteenth soul food festival and market like honestly you you couldn't make this delivery any funnier unless yes. you started it with a scroll where you started <laughs> with the text and then like started to reveal the host how could you possibly even finish this how could anybody make this graphic and then think you know what we're good we got this juneteenth soul food what else do you think but white people
0: (laughs) well as you can imagine it got a lot of heat And the organizer of the event, his name is Muskie Harris, not to be confused with a former wrestling character from Wyndham Rotunda. His name is Muskie Harris. He's a realtor. He's a Republican candidate for lieutenant governor. He's a former Razorback football player. And he's a black guy. And he's the one that organized this thing. So he pulled the plug on the event. Uh, and here's a quote. He said, it just got perceived in the wrong way, and my sponsor said to leave it alone. It's dead. It's dried up. Now, I'm sure that he meant no harm. I'm sure that it was just kind of an oversight, but the question is, how do you make that kind of an oversight? Wouldn't that be like fielding a celebrity baseball team full of hockey players?
1: Yeah, like, uh, first off, you could have just had no pictures on it at all. People would. You're saying a Juneteenth soul food event? Guarantee you Nobody cares about who's hosting it. And you could have just listed names. I I will say that if I see names like that on a flyer, not likely to Google it. Wouldn't have cared. But it's the fact that you let the pictures exist on this that became the biggest issue. you put the event together? Put yourself on it. Like, there's so many ways that this could have worked. And it's like it went through enough hands to where it ended up in front of people on the internet complete disaster
0: and i actually think that mr harris i think he's like kind of somewhat of a local celebrity sort of you know because like he ran for 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 government and everything so you think that he could have used himself depending on his reputation i guess he could have used himself as one of the one of the focal points of the whole thing i mean ultimately people were going to be there for the food and for the fun right
1: yeah and it's little rock arkansas little rock arkansas of, of all places for this to exist and like my mom's from little rock arkansas so i'm I'm really yeah so i'm really familiar with little rock as as uh, a place that i traveled constantly to, to visit my grandparents and all of that so um and 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 my mom was also uh part of some of the first integrated schools after the civil rights movement so like little rock arkansas is is such a racial hotbed that To have that kind of an oversight is just mind-boggling.
0: The world we live in, this is why Know Your News exists, because the world we live in, and it's not getting better. Let's be honest. It's not getting better. Let's move on to story number seven. This is reported by the Trentonian. I can't wait to read you a quote here, Will. I can't wait to read you this quote. So let me start by asking you, have you ever worked in a government building or a city building?
1: Government building, yes.
0: You worked in the government building. Okay, so I haven't. I imagine that things are probably buttoned up, right? Like it's probably uh, uh, more official or serious than the private sector, I imagine.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. You have to get to or TB tested just to even work there.
0: Okay, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. That's a good piece of information for this story. So there's a woman named Yvette Graffy Cooper, and she's the city health officer in Trenton, New Jersey. And she is under investigation... After a video was brought to light of her in a conference room located inside a city building. So she's at her place of work. She's in a government building. She's in the conference room. Uh, Video uh, has her under investigation. Any idea what she did?
1: Not a clue.
0: She stripped down to her bra and underwear. She bent over a massage table and she underwent a cellulite reduction treatment right there in the government building. Joel, do you have that picture? There you go, Will. Will. Right there in the government building, best place to do that. So as you can imagine, uh, Ms. Cooper, she's placed on leave while uh, the investigation plays out. The mayor of Trenton, the city mayor, his name is Reed Gussiora. He was asked whether he would feel comfortable lounging around City Hall shirtless and in briefs. And his response was, I don't have that exciting of a life.
1: But <laughs> here's,
0: here's the best part. This is the best part. And I, I had to double check that this was even real. So there's a councilman uh, in the South Ward in Trenton. His name is George Mushall, and he was asked about this story. So they asked Councilman Mushall, what do you think about uh, the city health officer, you know, getting caught in the government building there in her bra and panties, uh, getting a cellulite wrap? Here's a quote from Councilman uh, Mushall from the Trentonian quote, who wants to see fucking ass and shit?
1: <laughs> see this, shit? no. That needs to be like on the the, the state crest. Wants <laughs> to see fucking ass shit. Yeah. I love it.
0: This is literally what he said, and then he he added, "I think it's inappropriate. It bothers my wife. It's nasty." And this is what the councilman said. So let me ask you. So okay, you worked in a government building. Have you ever been witness to or a participant in any office shenanigans?
1: Not in a government building, no. Uh, oh, oh. oh,
0: oh, oh. <laughs> you left that open-ended. Have you ever have you ever been witness or participant to office shenanigans not in a government building?
1: Sure. That's all I'll say, because I may still have that job. So uh, <laughs> we'll just leave <laughs> it at that.
0: Fascinating, fascinating. If if uh, Will's place of work watches this, feel free to reach out to me. Uh <laughs> All right, let's move on to story number six. This is reported by the California Lottery. Are you a gambling man?
1: Uh, Not as much as I probably should be. Okay. And, so... and I say that because of my dad. My dad is one of those like big believers in... Uh, every time I talk to him, I call him. He'll be like, hey, you got your Powerball ticket? And I'll be like, no. And he'll be like, you got to be in it to win it. And that's... Uh, <laughs> That's so. I feel better with my dollar, but I do recognize that, as my dad constantly tells me, you have no shot at four hundred million if you didn't spend it.
0: It's very true. It's very true. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, you know, famous hockey player, he said, "You miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take," and that's a quote I've always remembered. What (laughs) about like Vegas? Like, are you a a, a casino guy, card slots, anything like that?
1: I love uh, blackjack. That's you do. Yeah.
0: All right. What kind of a player are you?
1: Um. Elaborate on that question.
0: (laughs) Uh, are you net positive in your life at the tables?
1: Uh, Um, let's see if I'm net positive. First time I played, I got so addicted because I was up so much and every time I played since never came come close. So, uh, I think I am still net positive because of that first day, like 13 years ago, but, uh, not really. Not that must have been a hell luck. of a day. It was a hell of a day. That Honestly, if you've got that beginner's luck, that's a perfect way to get addicted. And that's what happened to me. Because anytime I can hit uh, a casino and I'm immediately like, all right, blackjack table, let's do this.
0: Interesting. Well, there's a woman named Laquedra Edwards and she was playing uh, a lottery scratchers vending machine. I didn't even know these existed. I guess you like actually buy the scratch tickets from a vending machine. She was at a supermarket in LA County. She put $40 into the machine and she was right in the middle of selecting the games that she wanted. So she was going to pick the scratch tickets that she wanted. And at that moment, and these were her words, some rude person bumped into her. And the physical impact from that stranger bumping into her caused her to accidentally push the wrong number on the machine. And so instead of getting the lower price tickets that she would normally get. She accidentally bought the higher price tickets because this guy bumped into her and she was irritated. Will she was upset. The guy didn't apologize, nothing. He just kind of walked away. So she was pretty pissed off. What happened next?
1: I'm guessing she won big.
0: She won $10 million.
1: Whoo! Okay. I was okay. First off, it's like, I've done the, the machines with the, um, well, with the little scratch-offs is what I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, I was thinking this was going to be $20,000 at best uh, to make a headline like that. $10 million.
0: $10 million. Yep. So, uh, like I said, she ended up buying a high price ticket by accident. The ticket that she bought cost $30 when she only put 40 in the machine to begin with, and her plan had been to buy all these lower price tickets and probably walk out with a stack of them. Ended up buying a $30 ticket, won the $10 million jackpot, Something tells me that she's not so pissed off at that guy anymore now, but my question for you so you I ten, are you
1: kidding me if I won 10 million dollars, I would find out where that guy lives and just like chuck a thousand at him <laughs> just as a like hey on one end you pissed me off on the other hand so but it would be like a tight wad that like so it like if it hits him in the face it hurts um <laughs> but but at the same time I also owe you for what's taking place here.
0: So are you sure you weren't going to take a $100 bill and then go up to his mouth and then just like do one of those? Was going to be that?
1: No, nah, I figure like I would go with a wad that hurts. Or maybe just like a wad of ones. That'll work too. A wad and of then, ones. Yeah, a wad of ones and just like chuck it at him.
0: That's what they always say about the guys that, that try you know, at the casino to make like they got a lot. They'll show you a wad with a 100 on the outside, but it's got all ones in the middle. <laughs> right. That type of person. <laughs> so you already alluded to this because this is going to be my next question. I was going to ask you, have you ever been a big winner? either in a lottery or in a, in a casino. And you alluded to your first ever experience at a casino. What kind of money are we talking about? You said that you're still net positive after all these years. Like, tell I'm me, a, how did...
1: I, I probably walked away with like seven or 800 bucks and I walked in okay. broke. So uh, that was why that was such a, a great night for me because had I not walked... So keep in mind, I was 21 years old. I would not recommend this to any 21 year old ever. Uh, but I went to this casino on an empty tank of gas and had i not won anything i was not getting home uh and so why i did this i don't know but i walked away so positive that i thought man i filled up my tank and i'm good for a few days and i thought you know what this is gonna be it for me i blackjack is my game i'm clearly good at this (laughs) and it, it turned out to be beginner's luck
0: basically like a drug addict chasing that first tie
1: yeah, chasing that first high again. Uh, I but. can
0: actually relate to your story. I can. You and I have a kinship, Will. I can relate to your story. I was in my mid-20s in Toronto, Canada, expensive city, flat broke, dating a girl at the time who was a nurse. She did not know I was flat broke, but because she was a nurse, she had money. It was her birthday, and she we're going to go out for a nice dinner. And I thought, what the hell am I going to do? So I have no cash. My credit card's maxed out. I'm screwed. I decided almost like almost like I channeled your dad. I decided, what the hell, I'm going to give it a shot. I played the lottery, and the day before her birthday, I won $1,000 in the lottery. <laughs> so I went to the convenience store, and I cashed it out, and I took her for that dinner, and I pulled out that wad of cash like I was hot shit and paid for that nice dinner without her having any clue that that was literally all I had. <laughs> <laughs> that was my best lottery experience that I can remember. Oh, I love it. All right, let's go to story number five. And this one was posted on Reddit in a group called Am I the Asshole? Love that group. <laughs> and you, okay, you know the group, so you might know the story. So you're a dad, Will.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, how old are your kids?
1: My kids are 11 and eight, or they okay. will be anyway.
0: So I think you're a good guy to ask about the story. So there's a 31 year old woman. She has a nine year old son that she shares with her ex husband. The ex moved out of state. Uh, basically he's he's a deadbeat dad. Uh, he only asked for two or three visits a year when they, when they separated, but he hadn't seen the boy in three years. He calls once a month, but it's only for a few minutes. The woman got remarried to another woman and she decided to take her wife's last name. And so her son became confused. How come I'm not also taking the last name of my stepmom? How come you're taking her name and I'm not? So the woman wants her son to change his last name, uh, but not just because the current surname is a reminder of her ex. Any idea why else she wants her son to change his last name?
1: Uh, I couldn't guess it. Uh,
0: his last name is Cox, but it's not spelled C-O-X. His name is spelled C-O-C-K-S. Yeah. great response great response so the son is he's getting targeted by bullies now because he's nine right so they're they're of that age now he's getting targeted by bullies uh you know when they sign up for things online sometimes it rejects it because you know the the filters that they have on the form like mickey mouse they reject it so they're having that issue too she has contacted her ex he refuses to allow the change He says it's disrespectful. He says it's the right as a man to have his offspring have his last name. This is what this guy's saying. So question for you. Pretend that you're the mom. All right? So you're the mom. I don't know legality-wise how this works. What do you do? Would you basically say, tough shit, I'm changing his name? How would you handle it?
1: I was the mom? If you were the mom. Tough shit. You're not even in his life. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, (laughs) No. (laughs) And it also depends, like, what's the kid's first name is it like phil because if so yeah change it um but uh as far as yeah not nah, if he's not in the life go to hell no you're not the asshole sorry
0: good to know now what if you were the dad what if you were the dad and because you seem like you're a pretty like open-minded guy so you're the dad, you know, your your last name is Cox, and uh, and the, the son's nine now when you're not in his life, and the mom wants to change his name. How would you feel about that? Would you be thinking that's that's like a piece of me you're taking away, or would you look at it from the perspective, okay, I could see him, you know, getting, uh, getting ridiculed at school a little bit?
1: That's a hard one for me to answer, because, I don't know, I love my fucking kids, and uh, I'm there every second of their lives at this point, so... I couldn't even put myself in the, the headspace of, well, I don't see these kids anyway. So like, I, I don't know, like if I'm not in their lives, uh, what does it really matter to me? Unless I had plans of doing that shit where like you jump back into their lives at 18, cause you don't have the responsibilities anymore. Um, but even still, like, I, I get it. I get everybody wants to have a piece of themselves that exists in the world. And therefore, especially if they're like a junior or something, uh, but beyond that, you're not around anyway. You call like what they say once. Uh, was it once a month, year?
0: Uh, uh, I think it was once a month, called for five minutes.
1: Oh yeah. I don't know. I have work coworkers I see obviously for way more time than that that I care a lot less about. So like, whatever.
0: Are you familiar with Johnny Cash? Do you know uh, a boy named Sue?
1: Yes, do know hey, a boy named Sue. And you know, you know this? You
0: know the story behind her, right?
1: Uh is that a Shell Silverstein story?
0: Uh no, I I don't even know who the hell that is. So basically, <laughs> the the well, I shouldn't say the story behind it. I should say the story of the song where that where the dad says, I named you Sue because yeah. I wanted you to be tough. I wanted you to be able to take care of yourself. Maybe that would be maybe the name could turn out to be a good thing. Maybe him being named Mr. Cox is gonna help him and he's gonna be like a UFC heavyweight champion in ten years.
1: Or a really great comedian. I was right, by oh. the way. It was, it was written by Shell Silverstein. But, oh, it was? <laughs> yeah, who wrote okay. The Giving Tree. Um, and so there's, I guess, a little backstory on that song. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You could be a good stand-up comedian and make a good joke out of it. Think about um, Kate McCoochie and how she like <laughs> made a great, great career out of... Uh, talk show appearances what? yeah a talk show appearances and like she yeah. has her she has her one person show the an evening with macucci like that shit is great you can parlay that stuff into a great career
0: there you go there you go positive thinking will positive thinking mr cox can make something of himself yet that's good yeah. all right so we're in the home stretch after this, go to knowyournews.com or uh, youtube.com slash knowyournews, and you can see the after show called Three Two One, where we're going to talk about the top three news stories of the week that are funny, stupid, and weird. But right now, we're going to go to story number four. And this is reported by The Road and Track. Are you a car guy, Will?
1: Um, I drive one. Uh, two. <laughs> I drive two. But other than that, not really. Okay,
0: so do you have a dream car?
1: I guess a Tesla Model X just for the status.
0: Okay. Okay. But otherwise you're not, you're not one of these, Oh, I need to have this Ford model, whatever, from whatever you're like, you're not one of those guys. Nah. Okay. So there's a 50 year old man uh, from Boca Raton, Florida. His name is Robert J. Guarini. And he went to a Barrett Jackson auction in Palm beach and he bought his dream car. Cause he is a car guy. So he bought his dream car. It's a 2006 heritage edition GT Uh, And it costs $704,000. Joel, you have the picture of that car? Look at that car. Look at that thing. So he picked up his dream car, paid over 700 grand for it. He got it home to Boca Raton. Really happy with, uh, with his acquisition. Will Washington, any idea what happened next?
1: Did he total it?
0: So he crashed it into a tree. Uh, basically got it home, pulled it out of his housing development, crashed it into a tree. And why do you think he crashed? Like, what do you think happened? What happened that led to him crashing it into a, into a tree?
1: Was he getting roadhead by chance? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably a better explanation than what really happened. So Mr. Uh, Guarini, who spent 700 grand on a car, bought himself a car when he didn't know how to drive stick. Oh. And so, and so <laughs> as a result... He crashed the car. Joe, show the aftermath. There's the aftermath.
1: Look at that. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. We got to back this up. (laughs) We got to back up for a sec. First off, I mentioned not a car guy, right? But I do know how to drive a stick. First car is actually a stick. There you go. Not a car guy. How could you possibly even fathom calling yourself a car guy? and have a dream car along those lines and not be able to drive an automatic Uh, not automatic a manual to drive a manual
0: i'm wondering if this guy might be friends with a guy who uh scheduled a soul food festival in little rock arkansas
1: (laughs) right like i don't understand how you could even go through this thought process and then think like when the car's in front of you and you're like oh this is a manual transmission I got like, and make this the first car that I'm going to try this in. Like it's a process. It's definitely, it's a process. And it's a frustrating process. I almost came to tears the first time I had to learn how to drive one because like dad was just like, look, you got to learn this. And I'm like, no, I I can't, I can't. And it was so frustrating. I'm like, I just want to drive. And he's like, if this is going to be your first car, you are going to drive a stick. And eventually after like three days, I finally got it. And now it's like second nature. But again, would not make that my first car.
0: So what you're saying is you wouldn't have taken your blackjack winnings and then (laughs) and then buy and then buy yourself a car with a transmission that you can't even drive. That's what you're saying. Correct. Well, this guy told police that he lost control after downshifting while leaving his housing development and he hit a palm tree head on because, you know, he's in Florida. According to the police report, he told officers they didn't. He didn't have experience with manual transmission, but you know what happens, right? So as soon as this makes the news, and as soon as the journalist finds the guy's information and calls him, then the story changes a little bit. So when Road and Track reached out to him, uh, he tried to change his tune. He said, oh, uh, uh, the tires were old and uh, the pavement was muddy. And all of that factored into me driving straight across the road and hitting a palm tree head on, even though he told the cops that he didn't know how to drive stick. So I guess that's, that's where it went. So I I gotta, I gotta ask you this to to close the story. And I asked a previous guest this. And uh, so I'll ask you, have you been involved in a car crash?
1: Oh yeah. Just like a month and a half ago. Haven't even closed the insurance claim.
0: You said that so nonchalantly, (laughs) like
1: it it almost sounds like,
0: yeah. it's, you know, it's a, it's, it's a biannual situation.
1: no it had been a long time since i've been in one um but yeah i literally just gotten one uh, leaving my subdivision uh it was a left turn i make literally every day taking my kids to school and for whatever reason um actually i know the reason i'm not <laughs> blaming but i will say that one of the things that my wife does when she takes my car and it irks the hell out of me is that she will bring the visors down and she, I I, hate, I don't drive with the visors down. I just wear sunglasses and I drive. She will bring the visors down. And so she had had the passenger seat visor down, um, and I didn't notice it was down. And so as I'm making this left turn, I look out to my right, and what I thought was clear was not. There's right in my line of vision. I guess there was a car there. So I turn out in to, into traffic, and this car smacks right into me. And... Uh, that was that totally my fault, and uh, I, I accept the blame for that. But I will say that my view was obstructed by the <laughs> visor, <laughs> and well, I I only realized that too because uh, I didn't realize it the first time, and I thought like, how did that car come out of nowhere? I make that turn literally every day, and yet I did not see that car out of my uh, out of my periphery. It
0: almost sounds and like then, the Truman Show.
1: And then the thing that had happened, that's probably a good point. But the thing that had happened later was I was taking the same car a couple of days later and almost got into a very similar accident, turning left and almost missed the car. And I thought, what the hell? How did this happen like two days later? And I look up and I'm like, the visor, the visor's here. Other thing I once did was I did accidentally when I was, I think, 20, Um, I did crash into a tree one time, Uh, so this was like 14, 15 years ago, Uh, and it was a parking lot tree. Uh, Shout out to my friend Carolina for this one, Uh, but it was one of those trees that was just in like the, the little middle part in a parking lot, and I hit the tree, and the tree fell over onto a car, and uh how hard pretty, did wait whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> how hard did you hit a tree so it was it, it was like i said it's one of those like parking lot trees where it, it didn't really have much stability it was okay. like held up by the sticks like okay
0: uh, okay so you're not hitting an oak
1: or anything no it wasn't like a oak oak or something that was like uh deeply planted okay. okay and so it falls over onto this car i run inside where my friend carolina who i was meeting up with is and i'm like carolina i fucked up uh, I need your help. And she like runs outside and it's snowing and we both like lift this tree off this car. Like there was like, I don't think there was any damage. I don't know because I was 20 and like totally ran. If you like found a bunch of leaves on your car uh, in the state of Colorado 15 years ago, it was probably me and I'm sorry. Uh, but <laughs> like we got the tree back up and it's just covered in leaves. We may have scratched it, I don't know. But we were like, okay, get the fuck out of here. And we're like, we're doing something else uh we're going literally any place else because i just knocked this tree over on this car
0: that person will be watching this podcast i will <laughs> i will provide them with your contact information and uh and and note to self let's get will washington a bus pass let's do that yeah that might be better for everybody <laughs> all right i want to thank will washington for joining us uh we'll tell the people what you're doing and where they can find you
1: uh, i do a few things so i host uh Grahapsody, uh over on fightful um that is a show that covers Uh, professional wrestling from the black side of the pro wrestling fandom. Uh, It's at YouTube.com slash Fightful. It airs every Saturday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. YouTube.com slash Fightful. I also host Day After Dynamite, the show that reviews AEW Dynamite. That's on Fightful Overbooked. That's every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, and that's at YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked.
0: Awesome. That's going to do it for Know Your News tonight. Head on over to knowyournews.com or youtube.com slash knowyournews for 3 three two one where We're going to talk about the top three news stories of the week. Will Washington, this is fun, man. Thanks a lot.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.